This episode is brought to you by Geekade.com, where we create an array of podcasts, articles, and more for everyone, no matter what your geek is. And if you want to help us make even more content, please consider supporting us on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Geekade. Now on with the show. Warning. The following program contains adult language, adult themes, and spoilers. Viewer discretion is advised. Clerks is filmed by a live studio audience. Good evening and welcome to this week's episode of This Week's Episode. It's the week of May 28th, 2020. This is episode 207 and I am your host, Chris Randazzo. Joining me tonight, as always, is two giggling girls, Karen Randazzo. Nothing can kill the grimace. And robotic odd job, Evan Goldstein. Hey, Lando. <laughs> it was my pick this week, and I decided to go with Clerks, the animated series, which we'll get to after the break. But before we go any further, here's your weekly reminder that you can email us at mail.geekade.com. Just include the words this week's episode in the subject line, and you can let us know what you think of our show, what topics you would like us to discuss in the future, or just say hello, because we always want to hear from you, the listener. So here we are. It is, uh, it's rather chilly in our basement today. We had the air conditioner running for a little while. Uh, but the warm glow of my computer is, is <laughs> filling me with life. How the heck are you guys? I'm honestly happy that I wrote down two quotes before because definitely wanted to say the phrase, nothing can kill the grimace. <laughs> Ironically, not the same costume part. <laughs> <laughs> When will this administration bring the hamburger to justice? <laughs> oh, man. Mm-hmm. We're going to have some fun talking about this episode, because I have I have a great many thoughts about it. Uh, oh, you do, do you? Oh, I do. But outside of the world of Clerks, what have we been watching? What have we been doing? What's been keeping everybody busy? Evan, how many episodes of Castle have you watched? Oh, I... <laughs> That's a fantastic... I'm on season six, episode 13, so I don't know where I was last time. We haven't been watching as many currently. I mean, it's, it's you know, get home late, pass out kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. But, so I came across the availability... The, 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 the ability to acquire a show, and I got it because um, a friend of mine who is part of my Plex has a, a young boy in his life, and, and he's watching cartoons now and i wanted to make certain things available and i said ah maybe i'll grab this for him and i i, I got thundercats roar uh-huh and oh put, that actually came out huh yeah and, wow. and and i watched one episode of it and i and i said to i i made my brain not even though there's a lot of thundercats it, it, it's thundercats it's the story of thundercats but if I said this is not attached to my Thundercats that I grew up with, it has the ability to be funny, like quite amusing. Um, but it is for children because I immediately after watching that one episode went back to watch the original Thundercats. And even though it doesn't, there are some flaws to it. It was lion there's a door over there. Clump, 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 clump. It is locked. (laughs) 
That's yeah. Thundercats, ladies and gentlemen. It's, that show was trash. But it was way more adult orientated. Like it, it, it's certainly more drawn with quote unquote realistic proportions. Yes. And they were all like Ken dolls. I don't know if you realize that because the very beginning of the first episode of the original Thundercats, nobody was wearing pants. <laughs> Not a one. And then they they were given clothing. So that means at some point in time they should have been wearing pants, but at the beginning <laughs> of the show they were not. Um, it w- I expected Thundercats War to be way worse than I, it was. There are definitely flaws, and there are things that I, I picked on. Like, you know, I'm not crazy about the art style, but that's, you know, it's the, the kind of art style that cartoons do now. It's that bubbly, and, and everything sort of looks like a balloon animal. and oh, Like the new Toucan Sam. Yes, yes. <laughs> but I, I, I really did expect it to be much worse than it actually was. So I don't know what if that's a, rev, a rave review or what. But <laughs> um, I watched that and I started watching Schooled again, which was the spinoff of Goldberg's. And I, it's, it's not, it's not coming back for a third season. I can see why. Um. I do like the show because of the 90s references. Like, the last episode I just watched had them watching um, the Blair Witch Project. Like, they, they, they're teachers, and they made the students watch the Blair Witch Project. And that made, every episode makes me think about, like, I lived through that. Like, I remember Blair Witch being a thing. Like, everybody thought it was real, and it it, it wasn't, It you know. But that's neat. Um, it's not as funny as the Goldberg. It doesn't have the same charm as Goldberg's did, or at least for me, mm. because of the whole... The family He's trying to recapture lightning in a bottle, and you can't do that. And it's it's true. It, it did try, um, but I, I I just saw just the other day that it's not getting a season three, and I understand it. Um, Angie's doing a rewatch of New Girl, which I love popping in and Ooh. out of that. I laugh every time. Schmidt is one of my favorite characters ever to be on TV. Yeah, that was. I have fond memories of that show. We never finished it though. No. I do want to go and find the um, rules for True American. I know they're out there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That like I remember that show. There was a whole season where she was pregnant, but she had to, she she couldn't be on, like she wasn't on the show. So they sequestered her. Like they like in the show they made it so that she was mm-hmm. you know par- she was somewhere else somewhere else, and they kept referencing her or like every once in a while like go to where she is, but due to the fact she couldn't see her friends they would see her through like a window kind of thing that's when i was like oh yeah the, this is not gonna last much longer but the <laughs> earlier episodes whew, there are points where I, like tears are coming out of my eyes i'm laughing so hard like good funny funny stuff um and i'm starting to read uh avatar rewatch oh yeah. yeah 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 i that there's been so much like uh, a cleaner versions of it came out now and have the availability to get it really pretty and yeah yeah that's interesting because I, I had some thoughts on that the uh i don't remember i don't think i mentioned this last week but mm-hmm. um so i take you're watching it on your plex yes. right yes because i started watching it with the kids which has been amazing and i'll get to that in a bit mm-hmm. uh, but i started watching it with the kids on netflix mm-hmm. and it looks like trash Really, it looks awful on Netflix. It's it's like watching a just a, a DVD of it. There's aliasing lines all over the place. It's very low resolution. It looks it's hard to watch. It's it's grotesque. 
Um, have you watched something else on your Netflix? Because we do know you do suffer the bane that is Comcast. We do. And no, we watch other stuff on Netflix just fine. Okay. And it's great. Okay. It's, it, it's this. It's specifically this. Also, uh, today I switched over to... I, it, it didn't even dawn on me like, oh, I wonder what Evan has this on Plex. I'm sure he has the, the Blu-ray rips. And sure sure enough, you have nice, pretty versions of it. So like tomorrow I'll be watching it on Plex. But I noticed the same thing on Plex that I noticed with um, what's on Netflix right now is they edited out the previouslys. Really? Yeah. I, I I clicked a couple of episodes on your... I noticed that they weren't doing it on Netflix, and I was like, well, that's weird, because there's sound cues that are specifically attached to them, right? Mm-hmm. The You know, there's there's a fade between the ending of the intro yep. music, little jingle, and then the end of whatever that is, and it's just this really abrupt cut into uh, the start of the episode, to the, the title card of the, the episode. And then I went and checked the Blu-ray ones, the whatever rip that you have, mm-hmm. Um, which I also have to do some searching on because I was looking up on uh, Amazon the Blu-ray set that has a uh, Korra and Avatar on it, right. and apparently the Avatar one is missing like four episodes, which is weird. That is weird. Um, so I, w- I want to double check and make sure everything's actually in your version of it. But regardless, I um, uh, went to look at yours, and they also don't have the previouslys, but they did some sound editing around it. So. The title card, the title stays there long enough to do a proper okay, fade so it into. Does it, does, okay. Yeah, they they evened out the sound, but still, I miss those previouslys. Like especially when you're watching it with kids, like those yeah. are pretty important. Like, hey, here's a recap of all the important stuff you should be paying attention to in this episode. And he, because not everybody is going to marathon, right? You know, we're not going to watch five episodes in a row. We're going to watch one or two. And that's the thing now with Ple- with my Plex, I play, I pay. <laughs> I pay for what's called Plex Pass. It's five bucks a month, and now that that there's a feature on my Plex that looks at my library, and I actually get a skip intro now. Like oh, it, 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 that's it, interesting. It is. Chris definitely <laughs> tried to skip the intro on something we were watching on Plex, and it was like just it basically crashed the app. And, yeah. and, and for and some reason it doesn't like that. Like we were watching um, fighting Jacob on there and like, yes, your intro is very artful and wonderful and huzzah, but I've seen it six times and I want to know what's happening right now. I don't need to look at this like slow motion pan out of a knife and a, a flower pot or whatever that is. Yes. You're very artistic. It's great. I want more of my show. So I tried to skip ahead. I tried to just be like, okay, I'm going to skip a few seconds ahead. And it's just like, uh, uh-uh, no, yeah. I'm done. And it didn't like cr- the app didn't like quit out or anything it just stopped working yeah it's like okay fine i had to quit out and go back in again which is bullshit because it streams just fine (laughs) the uh, the visual quality is wonderful it's nice and pretty just the way you want it just the way you like it served up on your plate but i can't fast forward for like 30 seconds or the whole thing goes to shit Well, on my end, I just click one button because I've paid the extra money to push that one button to get rid of it. But that is completely new, and I've always been a huge fan of the skip intro option of Netflix. Oh, it's wonderful. And I that just came to Plex. I think it came out like two weeks ago, maybe. And it didn't dawn on me because I, I just... I've con- subconsciously... I click. Like, my muscle memory, as soon as I've always fast forwarded it due to the fact it's in my house and it's attached to my network i am able to skip 30 seconds so like i don't know what show it is but i think it's castle 
Um, I have to skip ahead because Plex jumps ahead 30 seconds, but when you click back, it only skips back 10. So whatever show I was watching over and over again, I had to skip forward and then click back twice, and then I would be at the beginning of the show. Hmm. Like it, The intro, in essence, was 10 seconds long, and there is no way to skip forward to 10 seconds. So I kept doing that, and then today I looked, and it said in the top right corner, skip intro. And I was like, oh, my. <laughs> Click, and it did. Worth every penny. <laughs> it is. Every once in a while. you know. And it's, I mean, like, Plex is a great service because not they're doing, um, now Plex has the availability of movies and television shows on their service. It's not just my server. Um, YouTube, uh, web shows. Like, there's a lot of available content on it now. And then on top of it, it's my digital content that I curate. It's my Netflix and it's just trailers like every it's just it's a great great service this episode sponsored by plex <laughs> if only they gave us money if only we got the plex money but so anyway it. back to, to bring things back to avatar um uh it's been really fun i, I ellie loves frozen and elsa and like yep. pretending to have powers and all that stuff it's like yeah she's probably gonna dig avatar it's gonna be fun so I started watching it with the kids, just kind of on a lark because, uh, mm-hmm. what's it, um, you know, sometimes they like DuckTales mm-hmm. and they go in and out of these different phases and whatnot and tried to start catching up on She-Ra and it's not sticking as much. I want to keep watching it, but the kids are a little bit less interested. So I was like, fuck it, I'm going to throw, throw a bone in Avatar and see, see if this works. And like, Ellie kind of digs it. John's really into it. Like so much so that I overheard him. Uh, we were playing in my uh, my mother's backyard, and um, my dad came out, and I overheard John telling him about Avatar. Awesome. Of, like, all the powers, like, completely unprovoked, just, like, asking what was what. John was pretending to be a bender of some kind, because I was over there. I was over on the other side of the yard watching Ellie pick up fistfuls of dirt, throw them into the air, and say, fireworks! So, <laughs> it was a bath night tonight, clearly. <laughs> Uh, but I overheard him talking about uh, you know Aang's at powers and Avatar Roku, and was like, "Wow, like he's really paying attention to this stuff. That's awesome, and he's really into it." He asked to watch it, that's, and um, that's great. I'm, I'm just I'm just over the friggin' moon watching this show with this kid because it's one of my favorite pieces of fiction ever, mm-hmm. and getting to watch it again especially in like knowing all the cool knowing the cool things that he's enjoying about it and knowing how much better that stuff gets like it's you're watching you're watching it new right? through his eyes yeah which yeah is great yeah, that's great i was talking about earthbenders to him right because he loves trucks and construction and all that kind of jazz and mm-hmm. he thought like the water bending was kind of neat and the fire bending was kind of neat i was like dude wait till you get to earthbenders oh, <laughs> that, like, what that, can they when do in can prison they, can they move mountains and stuff? It's like, oh, just you watch. So the first episode where you really get to see an earthbender is when they uh, get to Boomy, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, they have to face off against him. And John's watching it, like, just watching his eyes going back and forth, like, really digging, like, all the what he can do and why he can do it and trying to figure it out. And he's loving that. Uh, and they they love that episode so much that Ellie actually asked to watch it again this morning. It's like I want to watch the episode with the guy with the funny eyes. <laughs> like, All right, I'll throw on this this bit for us. They wanted to. She just wanted to see them do the the three trials again, and that was so great. Watch them 
watching them do it, but also watching John genuinely get into a mythology. Like, mm-hmm. uh, it's like even more so than Star Wars. You know, he digs Star Wars a lot, but he's not like really into the mythology. He likes things about it, but like, I think he really wants to know what's going to happen next with Avatar. Like, I think he, he, because the characters are so relatable for a kid, you know, mm-hmm. there's all this kids show comedy with, with the way Ang acts like a little kid and Sokka acts like a kid who's pretending to be a grown up, and, you know, Katara's Katara. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But they're all such good characters and they're all so interesting to be around. And John's like, like, I was kind of worried about the episode where, um, they go to the, the air temple mm-hmm. and find that all of the air nomads were killed by the fire nation. I was kind of worried that John was going to be kind of weirded out or really affected by it. And he took it in stride. He understood what happened. He understood that the fire nation killed everybody, but he wasn't like, I don't want to watch this anymore, which is kind of where he goes when things get to a point, if things happen and that he doesn't, really like that they're happening he tends to like say i don't want to watch this anymore but there's i guess there's just enough to like about this show that he's not that turned off by it uh so i don't know it's been a really magical experience watching it with him and i can't whatever you do do not show him the m night Shyamalan ding dong because then it will be done fuck (laughs) that oh god what a turd (laughs) then it'll be every time every 60 i i saw that movie before i had really seen much of the show Right, so okay. I saw that movie and was like, "All right, it was okay." Yeah. Okay, then you did it right. Okay, okay. Apparently, you did it right. There's some kind of neat mythology, but then like, watch that show and it's just like, "Holy! How did they get this that wrong? How did they? How? They, it was it, so much of it had to be just intentionally. You no, know, I'm going to change this because I want to change it. Like, why are you pronouncing his name Ong? You're not interpreting this from some texts. It's a TV show. They said his name out loud. Why'd you turn the Eskimos into random white people? What's wrong with you? It's I the, the other day I had post like I I had found it, but someone had posted on my Facebook a comparison between Avatar and Game of Thrones, and it mm, yeah, I, I saw that it, to me it was spot on. But that led to certain conversations within you know the comment sections and um. I what's the gentleman who does spoiler the game of spoilers? I don't know what we what uh, name he goes by. So Jonathan Hunter. Van Ness. Oh Hunter. no, I'm thinking a different thing. Hunter. Yeah. Hunter. Oh yes. Okay. Sorry. Hunter. When he said he had not watched Avatar, I was genuinely surprised because of how much he liked and got into Game of Thrones. This like I I was shocked that this made it past him. Well, his his world doesn't he hasn't done most of that kind of stuff anything outside of he he does a lot of grown-up stuff less Mm -hmm. uh kids you know mythology and And, whatnot and that was another like someone made a comment that this was one of the best children's shows ever and then i responded with that no this is just this is one of the best shows to to label it as a children's show is unfair because yes it does deal with children children like aspects but it is st- there are still very mature themes in here that make it an enjoyable show for adults as well as the visual aspects for children and i agree but i would also classify it as a children's show because it is written as a children's show see but at that point i think to myself children's shows hey dougie or like that's like well, a little kid show like know, it's not vapid children's show <laughs> 
<laughs> it's it's young adult, not not okay. children's. Yeah. It's young adult. It's, it's Harry Potter. You know yes. what I mean? That I'll it's agree that with. level of uh, you know it is it, it is it is for a younger audience, but it there's it's good enough to be for everybody. Mm-hmm. But the way it is written, like you know, they go from scene to scene without really explaining how they got from point A to point B because they don't need to. It's a children's show. They don't need to right. they don't need to give it give it that level of scrutiny. All they gotta uh, do is say yip yip and they're and they're at the next spot. I, I, a video showed another I guess apparently since I I threw up a, a, a post about Avatar then my feed gets because you know Big Brother is watching and this video showed up of I what a smash cut, if you will of, of all the times they said yip yip. Yes, and I think Mike Sheridan posted that. <laughs> yip. Yep. I was like, "Damn." <laughs> Put some well, because stank on I, that. it's also true that a lot of people are watching this show for the first time right now mm-hmm. because it's not just uh like um what's it uh Matt Ramos is watching it for the first time right now. Um Jonathan from Mute Musings is watching really? it for the first time right now. I'm yeah, seriously this show curious. is how the, well, the uh, show got by a lot of people because it was on Netflix. Netflix. It hasn't been on Netflix for quite a while. It's been a lot of like, if you don't own it mm. or... And it was uh, also a Nickelodeon thing. It was a Nickelodeon show when our age bracket was out of Nickelodeon. Yeah. So, and these people that we are discussing are pretty much in our age bracket. So. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway. I'm enjoying part of the It's just it. like, boy, I hope he sticks around long enough to get to Le- Legend of Korra because uh, he's going to freaking love pro-bending. Like, mm. <laughs> he's going to think that's the coolest thing in the world. Because that's another thing that I watched a little bit of with John is uh, the marble run things. Have you seen this? No. And they talked about it on uh, John Oliver's show last week, which is how I came, uh, how I came into it. Um, Jelly's Marble Runs, I think is what it's called. And it's... It, it, I, Karen, you were watching some of this. Like it's, it's li- super compelling. <laughs> like if you miss sports, I highly recommend you tune this in. Jelly marble, J E L L E. I'll send a link to you. Um, it's the it's competitive marble racing, okay. and <laughs> the guy sets up tracks. Um, some of them are like dug into the ground outside and some of them are built with like racetrack pieces that, you know, are set on an incline so that they sort of go down and go around these curves. And then when they get to the bottom, there's a conveyor belt that brings them back up to the top and they do laps. Okay. Um, but as they're doing, each marble has like a name. Okay. And <laughs> like, are they like, as- like horse names? Like the... Yeah, yeah, like well, my favorite my favorite racer is named Marbly McMarbleface. That's fantastic, <laughs> right on the nose. I love it. He's not a very good racer, but oh. he's got a great name. Um, and so you know, it's just like you know, there's a machine goes off and it opens the gate, and all the marbles come out and they just roll, and it's just physics. Like that's uh, yes. literally all it is. But the guy who does the channel does commentary like it's an actual race with actual people who are actually competing and you know it's like oh he didn't take that tune turn too well and here comes this one coming up behind him and he only takes the lead like it's like qualifying rounds for like pole position he built stands that are filled with marbles as the audience (laughs) it's amazing you know know what kills me is that just your explanation of this is so much more oh my god i'm watching it it starts with a domino whatever (laughs) it's this this is a lot of time and a lot of effort but anywho it is um 
the way and what I'm seeing right now, this is more exciting and entertaining than the crap. I went into the break room at where I work the other day, and on ESPN, they were doing, um, oh, what is that? It's that barbecue game where you, you throw the beanbag at the cornhole. Cornhole. Cornhole was on TV. That is where we're at right now with sports. Yo, Karen and I had an epic game of cornhole the That's other day. That's fine, but you were not on ESPN. <laughs> Fucking should have been. <laughs> that last round was nuts, okay? Was pretty freaking Neither ridiculous. one of us scored at all, okay? For like, I don't know, it was five rounds, no scores at all. All of a sudden, all Karen needed to do to keep the game alive like i hit a score and then to keep the game alive she needed to score again and she did and then i had one bag left all i needed to do was score a second time and i would win the whole game nobody has gotten two in a row the entire time we were playing because we suck and you know at least she had she had the excuse of beer i have the excuse of i'm terrible at it but then i hit that last shot and pulled out the upset victory it was an it was amazing but back to this tying it into tv not that you don't actually watch it on a television or whatever screen because it's I'm currently on watching it. <laughs> so I found out about this from John Oliver who did an episode on sports last week and how everyone misses sports and how do you safely get back into sports? It's like, well, check this action out. And then he showed off all this stuff with Jelly's Marble runs and how awesome it is. And then he said, so this was actually on the verge of going under because they needed uh, sponsors to keep this thing going. So... <laughs> Last week tonight is sponsoring, like solely sponsoring the next season of Jelly's Marble Run. So it is going from Jelly's Marble Run to this week tonight or last week, this week's Marble Run? Like No, no, oh. it's the same thing, okay. the, the same name, but it's that sponsored by That's fantastic. Uh, last week tonight, which is amazing. And I can't wait for the new episodes to start because uh, I think the last one... Uh, there was a trailer for Last Marble Standing five days ago, and then one week ago, and three weeks ago. Uh, there, so there's yeah, a, it's, there's it's, a lot of I've, on the you, their YouTube. Oh Jesus. yeah, a lot. Uh, I think the uh, the new season is supposed to start. I think they said on John Oliver it starts in June. So I'm really excited. And the couple things that we watched was just they're just riveting. It's it's. I mean, seriously, we all sat around it like we were having lunch, and, and we and we turned it on after lunch, and we all sat there and we're like, I can't tear myself away from this. Like we got to turn this off and get back to doing John's schoolwork. But oh my god, I just I have to see what happens next. I got to see who wins. I'm looking. Yeah. I'm looking at the videos, and they're like average three, four, five. Maybe there's a heavy one at seven to ten minutes. There's one here for one hour and six minutes, and it says season one, all races. You just put that on and you let mm -hmm. it go. It's, yeah, yeah, it's like, like really the, good background because it's almost like Ninja Warrior without all the stupid backstory stuff, you know? Wait, they don't give it, the Marvels backstory? Vibe. I'm out. Uh. I think they do give the Marvels backstories, but they don't have like, you know, 14 seconds of what you actually want to watch filled with 35 minutes of like, and here's the touching backstory of how this vet uh, yeah. overcame uh, losing his leg or something like that. Okay. Uh, Marbles. I like it. I'm on board. Yeah, oh, good yeah. stuff. Pro jellies. So, Karen, yeah. uh, I know what some of you have been wa you've been watching, and I already ranted a little bit of of how exciting it is. But uh, talk to us about your TV habits this last week. Um, yeah. Um, well, I finished up my Agent Carter rewatch, which wasn't difficult given how tragically little there is of it. And I had oh man, forgotten 
just exactly how tragic its cancellation was. I knew I was sad about it because there wasn't any more of it, but I forgot that at the they they set up a season three storyline that we never got to find out any more about. And in the last seconds of the final episode, they killed off a main character by an uh, by un, some unseen hand. Like we don't know who did it, and we never will. And that <sighs> sucks. That hurts. Screw you, ABC. <laughs> Unbelievable. So, but uh, despite that, I still recommend going back to revisit it because it is, it is. I don't know. It's, 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 it's great television. It's 20 perfect episodes. There's not a bad one. It's just a condensed chunk of the MCU that, you know, if you've, if you've watched the, all the MCU movies a million times and you're like, yes, I love them, but, you know, I f- feel the need for something fresh. I recommend this. It has the same flavor. Um, but it, it gets, you know, spends a lot more time with a character that deserves a lot more time. Um, so I did that. Uh, I started to rewatch the Umbrella Academy and prep for the season two that's coming out. Um, but I only got one episode in, so I will probably have more to say about that next time. But I will say that I also picked up the, uh, volume one graphic novel because mm-hmm. I was like, I really love, it was like five bucks on whatever Comixology. Um, and I was like, I really love this sh- I remember really loving this show so I've never been too much of a comics person but I love the show so let me check out the book and I read it in the last week and it's good but there's so much more in the show and I know that don't don't at me comics fans because I know there's three volumes of the graphic novel and I only read the first one so far but there's so much more in the show than there is in the book I'm like wow they really took this and expanded on it and like a great way. Yes. Yeah. They, they, uh, they, they, and that was that was our biggest, um, I don't know, favorite about that, that the Umbrella Academy did it right by expanding so much more than what the, uh, what was the other one? The other? Uh, lock and, lock key. and Key. Like, they went in the other direction. <laughs> they truncated everything to, to fit it <clears throat> did in. Did they, though? See, I disagree about them truncating things. It seemed that way until they got to the end. When they put those characters in a position of just like, oh, so now we've got this where this was super early in the book at the end of this to start anew, right? Because the main thing that was missing was, um, you know, uh, what's her face uh, being with the other kids, right? Mm-hmm. As that other character. Right. And that's where they ended. It was just like, yeah, now I'm going to infiltrate as this character. Right, so, but but we as the readers, and uh, this is not a reading versus watching kind of thing, like the story that we had as we're watching it up until the very end, it was truncated. Everything was squished together to because it was missing that part. So, And then at the end, yes, you get the reveal. But it wasn't missing that part. You get That's the, the thing. Like We as readers, having read the book, are thinking like, oh, they're skipping all this stuff. But if you just look at it from the perspective of not knowing that that stuff is missing, it flows just fine. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like it's missing anything. It just goes until the end of it. And, and that's why I don't think that, I don't think it's fair to say that it was felt truncated or anything like that. Or it, it, not that it's necessarily fa- fair to say that something felt away. You can't control that. If something feels that way, then <laughs> that's the way it feels to Don't you tell me how to, to feel, you. Chris. But I don't think it's fair to accuse it of not 
being done right when it was just taking a different approach and it's clearly not intending to skip anything just intending to try and tell the story a different way uh, i i get i understand what you're saying i i do i it's just, as i was watching it knowing the story that's how i felt like they were they were blowing through it to at at the end to say this is the path that we are taking and for someone that doesn't know it, that's great. It's it it flowed fine. But I, as I'm watching it, wow, that it, it's a it's a different telling of a story that has already been told, kind of thing. Now, Umbrella Academy took that story and expanded upon it. Didn't tell it in a it technically told it in a different way, but added to it. Still kept the beats the way they were. So, do you not find it exciting to see where like how things go forward? On lock and key. Like, I looked at that and was like, well, that's an interesting way. Like, wow, they're really jumping far ahead into this. I was kind of of concerned. And then that showed up at the end, and I was like, huh. I'm curious. So now I'm really curious where they go from here and how they cover all of the rest of the things that they didn't cover in the books yet, because there is still plenty they haven't touched on. But those things that that they hadn't touched on were interlaced with the things that they have already touched on. Yeah, so I don't like, and that's that's that unfor- that worries me. But it, you're happy with it? That's we're, hey, we're entitled to have different opinions. We, we are. We've we've put on a show for. <laughs> I say, episodes. if it doesn't worry, if it doesn't worry Joe Hill, then and, it doesn't worry me. There you go. And Joe Hill is on board. I so. Okay. That's good. That's that's Joe good Hill's enough. Driving for me. the ambulance. Yeah, he's the one who's driving the ambulance. So, if this is if this jives with his vision of how to visually tell like tell this in a live action medium, then pff, that, who am I to complain? That did, who am I to argue? That did make me happy to see the Joe Hill cameo like his dad. Word. So. <laughs> uh. So yeah, comic book adaptations continue to be my jam right now. Nice. Um, and then I checked out this other show that pe- women I know who have been telling me to watch for a while. Uh, it's called Working Moms, okay. and it's on Netflix. It's a comedy. It's exactly what it says on the tin. Uh, it's a you know an irreverent take on motherhood um, and and working. Um, it's 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 fine. It's good. Uh, it's not necessarily like I know people who've seen it and be like, oh my god. This is what's this is a story that has been missing from my life. I'm lucky enough to have enough, um, like open and honest mom's friends in my life that, like, I have already experienced and discussed and, um, you know, had good comedy about all the situations that they're talking about on the show and, like, you know, trying to pump breast milk at work or going back to work when you don't want to or you know whatever all these all these different issues that working moms face um so it's not necessarily anything new for me it's still good and it's still funny and i'll i'll keep watching it because it's entertaining um and i think it's great that it exists for a lot of women who don't have other other women in their life like that that they can talk to to see like Okay, maybe you feel this way, and here's a show that tells you that like other people feel this way too. So I think that's important to have. That's good. Um, luckily, that's not so much a need for me anymore. But I think I would is recommend it, it, to- it. Is it taking it away? Uh, taking away from the show for you because of this? Uh, I mean, not really. It's just not like I think if I was watching it 
six years ago when I was a new mom. And I'd be like, oh, my God. It would gotcha. be a revelation. Gotcha. But now, I, you know, I have... And I started at the beginning of the show where I think all the main characters have their first... Are, are having their first kid. No, one of them has an older kid. But most of them have their first kid and their first kid is, like, within the first year of its life. Okay. And it's like, okay, so this is a show about moms who are working and have babies i am a mom who is working and i have a preschool and a first grader so it's a little different for me but you know had i had i seen this show half a dozen years ago i would have been like holy shit gotcha um so yeah good stuff and then as as chris said we did continue with defending jacob which (coughs) um, turned a corner yeah it sure did there was a point where i wasn't sure i was going to keep going with it because like i you know obviously the Chris Evans of it all but like it was pretty dark and depressing really I think it was the third episode that was like it was just sad it was just <laughs> sad everybody was miserable their lives sucked because the kid got arrested right and, that was the end of the you know, second episode right and you know then the kid had to be in jail and the parents didn't know what to do and then they couldn't go out to a restaurant and get pizza and the kid couldn't go to school and it was just an episode about how everything in everyone's life was horrible because of this Mm -hmm. and i was like i mean that's true but is it good tv (laughs) and it wasn't but then we kept going and now it's gotten to a really interesting place i think we've watched five of the eight episodes now and it's like it's the sort of thing where you can't really figure out what actually happened because you're only getting certain pieces of the story from certain perspectives, and that's really interesting. Are they still throwing out the mold? Like Angie and I were going to watch an episode of it today, but we got distracted by something else, and I think it was an episode of Castle. Um, are they still throwing <laughs> out other red herrings? Because like, that was a, they kept doing that in the first two episodes. It was this. Yeah, kid. I don't know that that's a red herring anymore because that dude is still showing up. Well, the, the, so they had the dude, the the other kid. Uh huh. That mm-hmm. you. Uh, um. That's like, all. Like there are there are multiple other suspects. Okay. There are multiple other theories of the case. Yeah, okay. they're not like necessarily adding new ones, but okay. those ones that I would have written off as like one shots in those early episodes, they're not gone yet. There's more wrinkles to those. Gotcha. It has gotten to be very interesting, and I cannot wait to watch more of it. Good. And we definitely can't tell who done it or or what happened or whether the kid the main kid is like telling the truth all the time because there'll be things where it's just him and his parents and their lawyer and they're just talking about what happened and she's doing the thing where she like role plays the you know opposing attorney Mm -hmm. and asks him a bunch of hard questions and he can't fully answer them correctly or you know he slips up and that's you know that's trial prep but and and then his dad is sitting there going like, "Come on, he's a kid. Like, you know, they they remember mm. things wrong or they say stupid shit." And she's like, "Yeah, but you know, he can't do that. It's not gonna hold up." <laughs> he can't. Do and that. then and J.K. Same- Simmons showed up. <laughs> and then J.K. Simmons showed up. So that then it did really turn a corner. As Chris <laughs> Evans's dad. No. <laughs> And it was like right at the end of an episode, at the very end. That was, it was the like, end of the episode that was like everything sucks and is terrible. And then it was J.K. Simmons. Uh, no, 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 it was, no, the, it was the episode, episode after that. You're right. We were like, 
that episode was just like, well, I don't want, I don't think I want to watch this anymore. But then we tried the next one, and it ended with him in jail. I'm like, well, shit. Okay, <laughs> another show to watch. Damn it. Fortunately, there's not that many of yeah, them yet. Yeah, there's only but... eight. We, uh, I think the other, the, I think they're all available now, Evan. Okay. Uh, wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so, if anybody yeah, truly we'll... paid attention to this show. <laughs> <laughs> well, probably being uh, be finishing that, I would think this week. Fingers crossed. Cool. Did you did you watch any of the Fraggle Rock Rock on? Not yet. Uh, no. It's it's a it's it's adorable Fraggle Rock and stuff. And the reason I bring right. that up is that there was a news article about that show, the Mythic Quest show that I made us watch. Mm. They did a full episode via iPhones, hmm. and it was. It was an interesting thing that I saw. I was like, oh, look, at least they're still trying to keep it up. But I heard that it was the best, like, it got a uh, quarantine-produced episode or quarantine-themed episode that anyone's made yet. Yeah. Yeah, it, 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 it was... I want to say it was um, nominated for some sort of award, as a matter of fact. Like, they, when, it, when they finally finished it, um, they were submitting it for, for things and... It's I, I mean it's it's impressive what the entertainment industry is going to going the lengths that they are going to to keep the entertainment flowing. I mean we've seen a lot of the the cast readings and and the, the Zoom calls and all of that stuff and now like this they said you know we need thirty iPhones and let's make this happen and they did so I I would like to see it because I enjoyed the show I know you guys weren't a big fan so it's a thing i was not yeah uh scroll what else there was another oh i posted so we watched that ad for the steve carell show the the uh-huh. ad it is getting panned yeah it is i am quite surprised and it's and i and i was as i was reading it it was i wanted to see if it was just getting panned by you know certain avenues if you will because of political reasons and no it was pretty much everybody's like nope this is not that funny <laughs> which, is, which is a yeah, shame i think the thing that i read is that it's like kind of too soon to be funny oh yeah like the yeah but Space it's still Force steve carell at, it, it, right but it's 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 mocking <sighs> a thing a that's actually happening that is incredibly stupid and shouldn't be happening and it's it's the happening right now mm. so it's like almost too topical and also, you know, there's an awful lot of The Office with Steve Carell that's not funny, so... It's true. That is true. Yeah. I'd be interested. To yeah, I want to check it out. Yeah, I want to check it out at this point. If anything, I'm even more interested now. Cheesy, <laughs> uh, crazy. It's a plot in their favor. So, I'm looking at our news our news articles here, and the Smash musicals finally wants to... So... All right, Karen and I watched Smash, right? What is it? Smash, that was the musical show about a musical. A musical about Marilyn Monroe starring the girl from American Idol or something like that. Uh, and it was trash, but we loved it. Okay. Like, it was... <laughs> okay, it wait was, a second. So, I, I'm, I'm mildly confused. It was... Was it a... It was an NBC hour-long drama show okay. about... Music, that, Broadway that musicals, had musical numbers in it. Okay, yeah. so it was a musical, but it was also about musicals. So it was meta musical. 
Yes, yes. it's about okay. the, you know, this this <laughs> company trying to I put up a new so Broadway hard. show. Meta <laughs> <laughs> musical. So, but this is so this a is musical. the actual musical <laughs> that they were trying to make in the show. They're oh, actually okay. making it for Broadway. Okay. Which is bananas. So I didn't know if all right, <clears throat> I didn't know if you this was a musical about the meta musical. Like they went another step further. That would be rough. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is a musical about the show about the <laughs> musical. <laughs> yeah. And there was like there was all kinds of talent involved in that show and it was God, that show was just ridiculous. There were so many legit Broadway performers on there too. Yeah. And like I, I, I don't know, why man, was it I was entertained by this stupid ass show. I was entertained by it. It was great. Yeah. It was stupid. It was great. But why? Why you say it was trash? Like why is it? Was it soap opera? It, it was. Drama? Yeah, it was kind of a soap. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like a soap, and but in just the best delightful way. Uh, I don't know that I'd ever want to go back and watch it again. Are you going to watch the musical? The, in that period of time, that was. I, I don't really watch a lot of musicals so all right if they animated the musical would you then watch it if it was acted out by bears like that would be amazing you know <laughs> if it was all drawn as like magic carp from pokemon that would be you know you just made... flopping fish on the stage that'd be great there are people listening chris someone yeah, I love this <laughs> at the moment there's no timeline for when smash a new musical will debut on broadway no shit sherlock nothing's on broadway right now yeah and also like does anyone remember this? Smash started off like pretty successful, but then it dropped. It has a fast. cult following among it Broadway does? fans. Oh, oh yeah. that's wonderful. Oh, that yeah. warmed my heart. When? That was 2015, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah. Had Commodore Norrington in it. Like, <laughs> this means nothing it to sure. me. From the you Pirates can, of the Caribbean. Because movies? it had Commodore 64, and that would have made more sense to me. No, no. <laughs> the Pirates of the Caribbean, Commodore Norrington, the bad guy. Uh huh. Oh, that He actor. was in this show. Oh, okay. <laughs> and he was like, good. Dude okay. can sing. I had no idea. He was great. <laughs> he was a really good character. So we don't know when or if or ever if we'll, this will actually be on Broadway. I saw a um, New York Times article today. Um, about They were talking about like there was a survey taken by uh, some some theater company trying to gauge interest in reopening theaters and uh it was like some ridiculously high percentage of the people were like we'll be afraid to come to the theater because people won't follow the rules well they can only sell <laughs> five of the seats in the theater because everybody has to stay six feet apart exactly so. but you know they were just <laughs> and it's exactly right it's the same reason we can't go to the beach where we live because like if it was up to us and the people who live here at the beach we feel like I feel like most of those people would be responsible and, and follow, you know, restrictions to make it safe for everybody. But if you're talking tourists coming in, I, then I, everybody's fucked. I'm going to speak from experience. I work retail right now and nobody is responsible. Well, you live in a different area than they we are. do. I, like, like I saw a, like a, an image that it, it was two pictures. This is not okay, but this is. And it was a not the not okay image was a bunch of kids in caps and gowns walking to graduate, all standing two to three feet apart from each other, just a normal graduation on any other year. 
but that's not okay now. But then they show a line from a big box retailer, which I work for one, and I could tell you that these lines happen of everybody back to back, carts in, be- just one cart in between, and just savagely just standing there. And like, like I, <laughs> I had to go to Lowe's today to pick up an online order, right? And I'm figuring, okay. Online order, I go, Curbside. I get the thing, I leave, I have to interact with very few people. The place was mobbed. Mm-hmm. And like, as I'm standing there in line waiting for this poor girl at the customer service counter who's helping like six people, at, this girl was a ninja. She was a trying to help ninja. all these people at the same time. Like, if I was her manager, I would have been so impressed with this girl. And she was, she was just doing the absolute best she could. And everyone she's talking to, like, the one person she was talking to was like every single time he had to say something, he'd pull his mask down to say it, mm-hmm. and then he'd put the mask back up. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, do, do you just not? Do you really don't under like when you pull it down to talk? You may as well just wipe your ass with the mask. You it's, may as well throw it in the garbage. Yeah. It, it's pointless, you moron. And then there's other people walking in with like you know that the mask is under their nose and just covering their mouth. Like, yeah good go team or Mm -hmm. somebody else without a mask or people just standing really close next to each other in line waiting for things to happen like there's all these markings on the floor like here here's all these markings for where where you stand i went to ShopRite, and they were acting more in line with what they're supposed to do than at lowe's Mm -hmm. it was bizarre to me it's funny because where i work it's like we originally said like hey when you come in make it so like your party is smaller make it like two people per party you know, let's think about this because it's still, even if it's your wife, your husband, your child, whatnot, like I get, but you still should be keeping distance from everybody else. And if you have a party of 12, that's virtually impossible to keep away from everybody else in the club. So yeah, think about that. No, just it's standard operating. Let's go. Everything is fine. Everything is normal. <laughs> I hate people. Seth Levi, as they say. Well, uh, I think we should call it there. We're going to take ourselves a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Clerks, the animated series. Uh, And I'm not going to read the episode title right now because it's really long. You're listening to this week's episode from Geekade.com. Stick around. Are you enjoying the podcast you're listening to right now? Of course you are. But did you know that it's just one part of an entire network of geek-related goodness? Geekade.com is your one-stop shop for fresh original content no matter what your geek is. Each week you'll find articles and podcasts about comic books, horror movies, X-Men, music, video games, music in video games, Transformers, anime, TV shows, tabletop gaming, wrestling, beer, and more. And hey, if you want to help us create even more original content, please consider supporting us on Patreon. That's available at patreon.com slash geekade. What's your geek? Geekade is looking for some partners. If you have something you'd like to advertise on any of our podcasts, our powerful overlords are ready to talk to you. Send your proposal to mail at geekade.com with the words podcast ads in the subject line, and our diligent army of trained ants will put you in touch with the head of our advertising department. With a weekly audience that reaches well into the dozens, Geekade is the perfect place to get your ads into the ears of the right people. Once again, that's mail at geekade.com. Send your ad in today. And we are back. So this week was my pick, and I decided to go with an episode of Clerks, the animated series. I went with 
Ahem. <laughs> Leonardo is caught in the grip of an outbreak of Randall's imagination, and Patrick Swayze either does or doesn't work in the new pet store, which is season one, episode three of this <laughs> delightfully strange ever. little show. <laughs> I mean, they're all that ridiculous. They're just complete insanity. Uh, so this show has a really interesting history. It originally broadcast on ABC in 2000. Uh, they aired two episodes, uh, neither of which were in order. They aired the second episode first, which... Uh, uh, that was the flashback episode. Yeah. It? Yeah. Having a flashback episode be the show's second episode is a funny joke. Having a flashback episode be the show's pilot episode not is so stupid <laughs> because you're not getting the joke right and then the other episode they aired, aired was they skipped this one and write to and write to episode four a dissertation on the american justice system by people who have never been inside a courtroom let alone know anything about the law but have seen way too many legal thrillers <clears throat> which uh you know <laughs> it has a really good joke in it with the honorable judge reinhold yes uh, uh that's kind of a good joke it was, it was, it was a good episode <laughs> But those were the only two episodes that aired on ABC in the year 2000. ABC apparently kind of hated this show, uh, and didn't, uh, but they really wanted a, an animated series to kind of jump on that bandwagon. Uh, the rest of these episodes never aired until it aired on cartoon. Uh, sorry, Comedy Central in 2002, uh, where they ran the whole show in order, all six episodes, and that's when this uh, third episode finally saw the light of day on actual TV broadcast. And I picked this episode because I don't remember if I said it last week. Uh, I've been playing the Jay and silent Bob video game mm -hmm. that came out recently. Jay and silent Bob mall brawl. I am reviewing it for Nintendo force magazine. And the second boss of the game is a reference to this episode of the show, which uh, is a pretty deep cut. For uh, all you uh, Jay and Silent Bob fans out there who are interested in the game but have only seen like Clerks or something, yeah. some some deep cuts. And this this that was not the only reference to this show. You actually wound up fighting uh, Leonardo and Plug later in the uh, game, which is I'm hysterical. literally currently looking at the cast overview for just this episode, and I am honest to God stunned. <laughs> It's amazing how many people they got to do this show. It's amazing how many uh, friends Kevin Smith has. That's that's indeed. <laughs> You've also got like I mean, Al Franken mm -hmm. uh, turned out to be uh, what he was Mayor a senator, McGee's. right? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, he was a comedian. Oh yes, political comedian. Then he's a yeah a senator, I think. Uh, he's he resigned because of a. Uh, inappropriateness with women. Mm -hmm. uh, James Woods turned out to be a bit of a complete shithead, if I remember correctly. Alec Baldwin. Uh, so Alec Baldwin's amazing. <laughs> He's also kind of a shithead, though. Is he? Yeah. I missed. I missed that. Yeah. He was doing all those Trump impressions and stuff. Huh. There were some things that came out where he was like verbally abusive to his daughter. Oh, that's uh, a yeah. shame. Yeah. Don't be a shithead, Alec Baldwin. You're funny. Um. You know, Brian Cranston, <laughs> various voices. <laughs> I mean, Gilbert Gottfried alone as Patrick Swayze is amazing. Yeah, that's a piece of a uh, that's a piece of incredible right there. So basically, the way this episode works is um, uh, it starts off with this little PSA about how there's a. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> them basically getting letters from the audience uh and the first letters are like why are there no women on your show uh are are there no women in uh 
uh, what is there? There are no women in New Jersey or something like that. And the letter was signed, uh, uh, Kevin Smith's wife's name, Jennifer which I thought was really funny. Smith. Jennifer Schwab. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, and they like laughed it off and said, very pretty handwriting. And then the other one was like, yo, why are there no women on your show? Are you afraid of women? And Randall just says, yes. And then crumples up the letter and moves on. And then they were like, oh, there are no, no, uh, black people on your show. And it's like, oh, wow, you're right. This is a problem, which is like, it, that's a good bit of comedy right there of just being like, oh, no, it, we're we're not going to pay attention to the plight of women. But you said something about this other uh, this other group that's not being represented. And oh, yes, we'll jump on top of that with some complete lip service uh, representation in the form of Lando. Lando. <laughs> oh, God, what a, that's that's a hell of a gag right there. And, and very self-aware. I, I, I appreciated that gag. But anyway, so you get to the episode proper and. Uh, Dante has tasked Randall with uh, receiving a burrito shipment of discreto burritos. The best and, burritos. And uh, he just needed to get them into the uh, the fridge, and uh, the truck dropped him off, and uh, Randall left them outside all day, and they turned into these mutant, horrible things that will obviously make you very sick if you decide to eat them. They've been sitting in the sun rotting all day. But he actually also watered in, them at one point in time because of his chia pet. Because of his chia pet, yes. Uh, there was also a pet store that opened up, Gerbils, 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 and they have a monkey there, and uh, Randall, being the movie person that he is, decided that uh, this monkey is clearly the monkey from Outbreak and is going to cause uh, the deadly Motaba virus to take over everything, and hijinks ensue. So uh, what did you guys think of this episode? Well, it's not the first time I've seen it, but I have to say it was definitely an interesting choice to watch during an actual pandemic. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> an unintentional one at that, but yes. <laughs> it's I yes, I have not I've seen this episode as well, but it's been a while. Um I I it's funny. Like I laugh at this like I've always laughed at Kevin Smith stuff because I know he he makes the fool say the inappropriate things, and I he does that purposely. And Randall Graves is the epitome of the fool. Like there's a whole he was ta- there's a whole scene where they were talking about, you know, you said that you said something about Jaws. And he's like, sharks swim in water. There's water in the toilet. I rest my case. Like. <laughs> That's a shark swim in salt water. There's salt water in my toilet. Yeah, like that is a <laughs> foolish line, but you, I believe that Randall believes that. <laughs> I, it, it's, I, I'm going to end up watching the rest of this series because it's been a minute since I've seen it. And I like the science minutes. I like seeing where they go. I mean, it's, it was, I'm upset that it didn't make it. Like, I would have loved yeah, to see more episodes of this. I, I would agree. This show really nailed the animated series comedy. It was very fast-paced. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think most of the jokes, especially at the time, the jokes really delivered. Um, again, this is one of those things similar to Scrubs where there's a little bit... There's some, some vagueish homophobic stuff going on. Yes. Uh, which is like not not that vague, really. It's not like blatant, but it's uh, like... Ew, gay people are gross, but it's one of those, like, the joke here is that there's something to be ashamed of in being gay, and that's not really cool. But since that was 
It was 20 years ago. It was 20 years ago. 20 it wasn't years, acceptable people. at the time, but it was accepted at the time, and thus that joke landed at the time. See, but at the same point in time, two of the two of the cast are trying to steal a monkey to teach it how to smoke. Like, yeah. that's another line of jokery in this show. Like, there's nothing, nothing proper about it. But that's those two characters. They're kind of scumbags especially in this show like that's kind of the point of them you know mm -hmm. what do you need a monkey for to teach you to smoke duh <laughs> and then the monkey's having a nicotine fit at the end <laughs> uh, oh my god it, I, 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 but outside of that I think most of the jokes really landed pretty well uh, especially you know the, the delivery between uh, you know Leonardo Leonardo and uh, uh, when, he, when he gets the burritos in the first place I must have them why are they stinking and reeking? They're the expensive kind. Uh, I must have them. He <laughs> bites and is exquisite. His, his, Alec Baldwin's delivery in this show was, was really something special. And I'm bummed out to hear that he's a scumbag. That makes me sad because uh, I, I didn't hear that. But <laughs> I love, like, right now I'm looking at the IMDb, you know, the quotes section. And, uh -huh. and it's like, if you read through this, you know, and paced yourself well, it's the entire, it's the script. Yeah, uh, pretty much. <laughs> and it, there's some really, like, they, at one point in time, like, they couldn't say Dustin Hoffman anymore, so they had to switch it to Al Pacino. Like, <laughs> that was funny. Like, I get it. The whole bit with, like, the two different people holding press conferences in two different uh, McDon random McDonald's characters' costumes because they were both going to costume parties, but different costume parties. <laughs> Mayor McCheese and joke. the Big Mac. <laughs> and of course, nothing can kill the grimace. Was just such a a, a fantastic quote. Like, <laughs> I also enjoyed the uh, the live action introductions that were shot that I had forgotten all about. Oh, those are Welcome great. to our palatial our, Hollywood, our fat Hollywood palatial estate <laughs> that we that we bought with all this Clerks cartoon cash. Which was such a wonderful. They did all this great running gags for all six episodes of them like hanging around this really nice looking house, and talking, to, you know, making up all this stuff about how they they made a bunch of money off the show. And really, if you watch the commentary on the DVDs, this show was a complete bath for them for oh, everybody involved. Failure. It was <laughs> yeah, it was just the complete toilet flush. And then at the very end of it, there, Jay and Silent Bob were supposed to be cleaning Randall's pool. Like that's. If I'm not mistaken, that house was um, Ben Affleck's. Was it? I feel I like no that idea. I heard so that somewhere. <laughs> but anywho, it's it is never like Kevin Smith stuff has really never taken itself seriously, and yet except for chasing Amy, except for chase. Well, and like you know, oddly enough, the new um, Jane Silent Bob reboot, right? I've, parts of it, parts do. of it, like <laughs> parts of it, took itself really, really seriously, and those parts, like he, there's something about Kevin Smith's delivery or the the the, mm -hmm. the content which is delivered by his set of actors, like it's well well done. Like he, yeah, he, when they when they drop the feels on it, it's very it's uh, to bring Scrubs up again. It's very similar to that where it's super goofy until it's not mm -hmm. and. It, 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 he does a good job of bringing the feels when he needs to. <laughs> Check it out. It's patient zero. Look how scared he is. He's shaking. No, he's masturbating. Yeah, but yeah, it's, out, but it's of out of fear. fear. <laughs> I think uh, my favorite bit was when the Jay and Silent Bob 
like poked a hole in the tent and like inhaled the, <laughs> the stuff to change their voice. But like then Bob did it and he didn't say anything. <laughs> joke that's, only works if you talk, stupid. That's a good gag. In the squeaky voice, mind you, he said that. Yeah, no, that is, you're right. That that is that is a solid piece of humor right there. Well, well done, show. Well, I'm glad you guys dug it. I I loved it. I mean, I I adored this show. Um, and I watched it over and over and over again because I think it's hilarious and it was great because we're playing this game and then all of a sudden, this random dude on a horse shows up and it's an eight bit sprite of it. Right? It looks like an old Nintendo game and I'm like, oh, it's Patrick Swayze. And then I'm thinking like, wait, why do I know that? Oh yeah, the, the, the cartoon because it doesn't say it in the game. Why it's do just, I know that? Isn't that isn't that how our brains work now? Why is that random piece of information? stuck in the back recesses of my brain because it's just white dude on a horse like it could be anybody but it's clearly patrick swayze on the horse on point break or whatever he kept changing that his was name. another great running gag yeah. change the horse's name <laughs> let's get out of here oh. his name is ghost after that movie i did <laughs> That's just wonderful, uh, and and that's just kind of what a, what jump made me jump into this show again because it's great, it's classic. It's a good revisit. It is a good revisit. Not it's, enough people have seen it because it's obscure as hell. But it's a if you like this, if you like stuff like the critic and whatnot, you'd probably get some. You'd, you'd probably enjoy this show. And if you like Kevin way. Smith at all, yeah. It's not that much of an investment either. There's six half-hour episodes. <laughs> yeah, six 22-minute episodes. It's a uh, pandemic. What else are you doing? This is this is an afternoon at best, so have have fun. My Enjoy friend. it. So is it the first episode where Leonardo shows up and he opens up the quicker stop? Yeah. That was the, the very street. first episode. Officially. <laughs> me, and Giles, me and Silent Bob are going to be hanging out in front of the quicker stop. Officially. <laughs> <laughs> you want to buy some fireworks? <laughs> These guys. Oh God! Great Good times. Great, great stuff. <laughs> if you ever want to know like what it sounds like to be in one of our houses, just like watch some Kevin Smith, and like you'll hear everything that's quoted all the time. Hey, yeah. Hey, Randall. Hey, Lando. <laughs> that Lando bit was was pretty solid, and uh, and we got to talk about the science says segments, right? Because they do the science says segments, and this was. This, this is one the of the better ones. Right, and this right? is one of the roughest always, ones. <laughs> it's always Charles, Charles Barkley comes out and says, like, a line and a half. And it was actually Charles Barkley who did the voiceover <laughs> yeah, for all these. Got he'd come out and he'd start saying his lines, and then Jay and Silent Bob would come out and be like, hell out of here, Barkley. Like, what are you doing here? We do the Science Says segments. And in this one, they just roll up in a car and beat the crap out of him. <laughs> and he actually got to talk. Like, he spoke with the children <laughs> for a minute, and then they yeah. roll up. <laughs> We do the science says segments. Got it? <laughs> Tie uh, your food up in a tree so the bears don't get it. That was one of the science says segments. God, <laughs> good show. That is good stuff. Well, if anybody, no, does anybody have anything else to add before we wrap this up? Wrap away, sir. All right, then. Well, uh, thank you for listening to our show. That's going to do it for us. You can get in touch with us at com as well as all flavors of social media that we inhabit. You can like us on Facebook at Geekade, find us on Instagram at Geekade, subscribe to our YouTube and Twitch channels for all our latest video content, and follow us on Twitter at the underscore Geekade, or follow this show specifically at Twepcast. You can also find us individually on Twitter. I'm at Geekade Chris. That's Geekade K-R-I-S. Karen, where can people find you? Shoot underscore the underscore moon. And Evan, where can people find you? Geekade underscore Evan. 
If you're interested in more information about anything we discussed tonight, be sure to check out our show notes. And while you're at it, you can also subscribe to this and any of our other wonderful podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher, where if you're super nice, you can leave us a review because any and all feedback is welcome and appreciated. Again, always remember to keep your eyes on geekade.com for more fresh original content. Evan, what's our homework this week? Um... I've decided that we're gonna. I'm gonna go in with another blind one. We're gonna watch season one, episode one of the new Snowpiercer. Episode Ooh, is titled yes. First the weather changed." Okay. Well, then I guess we're gonna pierce ourselves some snow. I don't know what this is about, uh, but I've definitely heard some mixed reviews of it, so I'm excited. Have this you watched? Be you haven't seen the movie? I've never even heard of the movie. Okay. So no. I'm sorry about him, folks. It's, it's Yeah, there's no apologizing for me. <laughs> I am what I am, and that's all what I am. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. Toot toot. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been fun. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, I'm Chris. I'm Karen. I snooched the the nooch. I was drinking. Good one. Good night. <laughs> and this concludes our broadcast day.